And it takes a long, long time to build that up. It does. But it takes a really short time to break it down. Yeah. Really quickly, you can mess up a lot of the work that you put in. And I feel like that applies to any relationship, not just long distance, but especially long distance. It's like, yeah, it was like building a house out of like straw. And you built it really, really, really sturdy. But one gust of wind can still knock it down. And yeah, you learn that pretty quickly too. Yeah. Hey, welcome back. To some extent, happy Tuesday. How's your uh, week been going? So busy. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to be back and the last episode was good. Yeah, I have fun with Parker. She's yeah. the best. I like the guest episodes much. Like, I like them a lot. Like, I think they just spur a lot of really interesting conversation. It's nice to have a third mind in here. I agree. It's cool when it's three people and Parker's such an interesting person. And for those of you that haven't checked it out, go to our latest, or I guess our last video posted last week. We interviewed my cousin Parker, and it was really fun. Yeah. I think it was honestly one of our best uh, best episodes so far. Mm-hmm. Just kind of the way she thinks about life, the way she goes about life is really interesting, and I think a lot of people can be inspired by what she's done and what she's continuing to do. I agree. It's cool. Other than that, what have you uh, been up to the rest of the week? Lots of work <laughs> and yeah. packing, preparing for the move. It's getting pretty close, so... I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed with everything going on, but I know if you just do one thing at a time, check it off my to-do list, I feel a little bit better. So that's where I'm at. (laughs) Now I can tell a little bit by your vibe that you're a little overwhelmed. (laughs) I'm very overwhelmed, but you know, it'll be fun. I think it comes with packing and moving is it, it feels like a daunting task. It is, especially because we're going like last time I moved, I was going from Boulder to Denver. Now I'm moving states again. Like halfway across the country. Yeah, and I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Because all my stuff's been here, so I think that's why it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just selling a bunch of stuff. You know, I have a lot of I have visitors coming this weekend too, so I don't want to start packing and then you know pack something that they need or yeah, whatever it might be. So I don't want to pack too soon where. I can't live out of my house, but I also don't want to... I'm also going to L.A. right like, right before I move, too. <laughs> I kind of planned this really poorly, if you couldn't tell. Yeah, it's tough to try to pack, but then also try to continue to live your life. Exactly. Like, in the, I guess, in the past, I was like, oh, yeah, I can definitely handle all of this. And now I'm here living in it, and it'll still be fun. It'll be fine. I'm just... Uh, list type of girl and my list is very long right now yeah I think it helps sometimes at least for me moving wise just to take it like one step at a time like one box at a time and be like I have to pack a box this week I don't have to move everything and pack all my stuff up I should just get one box done this week yeah so So, I've been doing that kind of yeah how have you been feeling I don't totally, I'm not totally stressed out about moving. I did, I have like two boxes packed. I feel like I'm not going to need that many. Mm-hmm. They're taped up already, so I'm not getting back into those boxes. And then I'm just going to live off of what I have out right yeah. now. And just continue to put more stuff in. Like, it's easy. It's like winter stuff. Am I going to need winter stuff when it's 95 degrees every single day right now? Probably not. So, I feel good right now about just getting closer to moving and just taking it incrementally instead of all at once my room and i did find and got approved for our apartment though literally yeah congrats monday (laughs) (laughs) and you know how stressed i was about that so that was a big weight off of my shoulders which i feel better about at least i know i'm moving to the city and not back home yeah um so that helped a lot, stress-wise. Yeah. You've had a tougher time than I have, for sure. Finding a place, getting ready to go. 
I feel like what do you so I know we did like that that whole like moving and uh, finding a new place episode like what do you think your experience was this time how was it different than it was the first time it was so different because when I was looking for a place in Denver I was living in Colorado so it was so easy for me to just to go to the city and tour places this time around I lived in Denver and I was moving to Chicago, so I couldn't do any of those in-person tours. Like, I never was going home. Um, so that, obviously, was a huge difference. I couldn't see any of the places in person. My roommate, thankfully, was there, so she did take some videos, and, you know, that obviously helped, but I'm still not seeing the place until I move in, which is a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. But I I know it'll work out. Um I feel like just going to the units and physically being there and talking to realtors in person is so much more effective than, you know, bugging them over email, constantly yeah. emailing them back and forth or texting well, they can, them. Well, they can way easier, like, ignore you exactly. if you're just emailing them instead of you, like, being in their office or, like, talking right. to them or being on the phone with them. Because that's literally how I got the place that we're sitting in right now the place I've lived in this whole year is I kept coming to the leasing office every single morning right when I woke up mm-hmm. or I guess arrived to work whatever it was and bug them asking if there's a two bed two bath apartment I can lease and they were like no 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 and finally one day they were like yes so def- definitely a different experience which I know every experience will be different so it was good too add that to my (laughs) apartment resume checked off yeah yeah so it's nice it seems like you're getting most of the boxes checked by now i mean what i think we move in like 17 days or something like really soon so it's coming up it is i'll be driving all the way back to i'll be driving to chicago from denver Mm -hmm. which is going to be a pretty daunting drive by myself but we'll see how it goes. There's a lot, yeah. a lot of really cool stuff to see on the drive back, too. So I'm really excited about that. No, there's not. <laughs> a lot of dead animals and policemen and... Corn. Yeah. <laughs> but I really like corn, so... <laughs> you should do what Parker told us about that silent retreat and just do that silent retreat the whole way back. Yeah, but I think I would just fall asleep, probably. Probably. Because at some point, when I start getting tired while I'm driving, I, like, turn the music up louder. Mm-hmm. Because to it's wake just, you up. Yeah. I even do that when I'm driving with other people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's... That's not a place you want to fall asleep. No. Everyone <laughs> wish Lex good luck on that drive. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be fine. But, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything else that happened to me this week. Not much. It's getting, like extreme temperatures here and it's nice but like it's now too hot yeah it reaches a point in the summer where like it didn't get warm to like may and then now it's way too warm it's like 90s it's like 95 (laughs) it's like 95 that's hot for us i know in like california and texas it's like 110 like i would die that would not be happy this i'm fine with like, I still like working outside. It's nice. I did get burnt the other day. I don't like working outside. I do. Like, it just, like, fry. Like, if I have my laptop on my lap, it heats up in two minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it feels like there's about to be a fire in my lap. <laughs> but, I don't know. It is getting pretty, pretty hot out here. Other than that, the weather's been pretty good, though. In six months, we're going to be complaining about the Chicago winter, so I'm going to take it while yeah, I can. could be worse. Could be worse. What are you, uh, all right. I mean, you want to get into the topic, or what are we thinking? Yeah. I guess another exciting little piece of news is Lex and I just finished celebrating our three-year anniversary, which in my head is a huge milestone, because it not only represents three years of being together, but we also... For those of you that don't know, we did two years of short, uh, long distance, and then this was our first year of short distance. So we kind of celebrated 
accomplishing our first year being in a short distance relationship, which is a lot different than being in a long distance relationship, as you can imagine. So we thought it would be kind of cool to talk about our experience with long distance and I don't know, maybe share some advice, experiences, and you know how we dealt with it, navigated it. Obviously, we're not pros, but it is something we both obviously experienced in our lifetime pretty recently too so and I feel like you know obviously Lex and I are in a a romantic relationship but you could also see long distance relationships in families like I'm doing that we're both doing that right now with friendships Ansley was on a few weeks ago now and you know we do long distance as well so it doesn't have to be just a romantic relationship I think it could be any relationship you have and it's hard so we just wanted to bring that topic up to discuss yeah it's really hard I think what's interesting about the way we started was I don't think a lot of couples start long distance and go to short distance yeah I feel like, I could be wrong, but I do feel like it's more common to start short distance and then move into long distance. Mm -hmm. But I think the long distance, the two years that we did do long distance might have been easier because we didn't know what it was like to do short distance. Right. We kind of went into it blindsided a little bit because we also never did a long distance relationship with anyone else either, you know? So it was our first. Yeah time with both things so that is one thing I wanted to touch on was it was a first time and I do looking back on it I don't know if I totally knew what I was getting into no and I think we both knew that going into it we didn't know what to expect and I think that's why we committed to it in a way in a naive way yeah you You do say you have that conversation where you're like, oh, it's going to be tough. Right. We can get through it. But, it, yeah, it's. I think it was tougher than what I was expecting. Oh, 110%. I mean, like most things, you can assume and you can ask other people their experiences. But once you're actually living it and it becomes your life, it's a whole different story. And, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It does suck. But I think also a benefit of it is we did, I guess, because of doing long distance, we have this really strong foundation that we built through doing long distance to now, which I can tell a lot now looking back on the two years of long distance, the one year of short distance, we do definitely have a strong foundation. And that's built on trust communication quality time like a bunch of different things um that I feel like I can look back on now and realize you know these were actually the benefits coming out of something that was really shitty at the time Mm -hmm. yeah no I totally agree I think it uh it brings with it a lot of challenges a lot of hurdles but if you're able to get over those hurdles it does create a, a nice foundation like you said a nice just strong unit there to build off of afterwards mm-hmm. which is uh, which has been going well so far so <laughs> uh, I guess we could get into you know like why why did we start doing long distance what kind of pushed us in that direction and I think first of all first and foremost it was that we didn't go to the same school right and everybody was at home for COVID Mm -hmm. which made it easier to be together but we didn't go to the same school and neither of us I don't think we're planning on switching schools no so essentially that was our only option right and I did know a few of my friends who were doing the same thing I did know a couple people who were in the same position. So I did know it was possible and it was worth trying. Mm -hmm. Which is, I think, what gave me the confidence to say yes in the first place. I guess 
I'm speaking for myself, but also I know because we talked about this, you too. When we kind of started talking and getting into a more serious relationship, at that point in my life, I did not expect to get into a relationship of any kind, let alone a long-distance relationship. But I do agree, it was not even in the conversation of, you know, we were going into junior year of college, neither of us were going to transfer. You know, we both really loved our schools, and we both were really happy for each other and wouldn't have asked that of each other either. Um, So, yeah, it was kind of a weird time because it was not only COVID, but then we also obviously got into a relationship and then had to deal with getting into a long-distance relationship. But I do have to say we have been really lucky with COVID because junior year no one was flying um for those of you don't know I was in Colorado and Lex was in Indiana so we did it was a flight it wasn't just a two-hour drive type of thing um but we did really put in a lot of effort I believe and we flew to each other pretty often during COVID or while we could because we also were both remote or mostly remote hybridish so it was nice because I remember this one time I was flying into um, Indy. I was going to say Bloomington. Indy. And my round trip was $25. Round trip. That's like yeah. unheard of now. Was so, co- of yeah, course, the prices were crazy. Yeah, we surprised each other a lot. So, looking and I saw that, of course, I'm going to come for the weekend, you know? And a lot of times I would just extend to. The weekdays just because I would bring my computer and be able to take classes from where you were so that was nice that was definitely helpful um but I think we both really put into the put in effort and we're willing to compromise you know our worlds yeah. to go see each other because I feel like in normal relationships you have your world together in a way you know, obviously you always have your own life, but in a relationship you create this world together. Yep. And long distance, you literally live in two different worlds. You yeah. have your lives and then you also have your two different worlds. And then you have to like communicate and make that long distance world work too. Yeah. No, Which, definitely. I don't know if that makes sense, but No, it's following. Yeah, and essentially you, you kind of just have a relationship with your phone. Yeah. And so it is. it was interesting just because majority of the time was I'd be trying to, like, live, you know, in, like, be present in where I was. Exactly. And try to enjoy myself, but also having to realize that the relationship I, that I was in was majority, like, through my phone. So, like, my phone became more important and more, like, I needed it more. Mm -hmm. And so, that was an interesting way to kind of go about things just because you wanted to be present, but sometimes I felt like it would take you out of the present as well. I completely agree. Out of the scene that you were in, like, right out, right out. Even if it was class or something. Right. It was the same, it was kind of the same way. It was just being on your phone a lot and just being responsive and it's because I'm not like now being in a shorter short distance relationship it's like I don't love to be on my phone very very much and I deleted every social media mm-hmm. almost besides Snapchat and I'm really like enjoying that and that's kind of how I've decided to go about like that's kind of how I want to treat my phone and so that relationship with my phone, I think, helped me realize that I don't want to be on my phone as much. Right. Which uh, it was really interesting for me. The phones are definitely a blessing, but also a curse. Because I get what you're saying. Obviously, being present, especially throughout college and, like, senior year specifically, you want to be with your friends. You want to be with your roommates. You want to be in the moment. You want to experience all those things and capture that forever. But at the same time, you're right. Like, the only way we can communicate is on our phones and we're lucky too to have you know facetime and social medias to get that face to face yeah because i couldn't imagine you know doing long distance and 
sending letters. And it would Yeah, or like a rotary weeks. phone and you had right. to like go find a, a phone, a landline phone. So I understand what you're <laughs> saying, but at the same time, I'm like, thank God we have FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, it was nice because you could be in constant communication anywhere, right. anytime. Yeah. And I could see it definitely being crazy hard not to have that. Like maybe 20 or 30 years ago when cell phones didn't even exist, that must have been impossible. Yeah, speaking of, I guess we can talk about some of the things we try to do while we were in long distance just to keep that quality time or, you know, relationship alive. And <laughs> Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Um, it was interesting because I think at first we didn't necessarily have anything that was like set in stone. It was kind of just like talk when you can. And try to do it as often as you can. And I think we started to slowly realize that it it was tough to always be on a similar schedule. So, like, first of all, the time difference is two hours. I was about to say, you have to mention the time difference. Yeah, so I guess the time difference was huge. And I'm sure a lot of people don't deal with time difference, but a lot of people probably do as well. Mm-hmm. And so I would always be two hours ahead you'd always be two hours behind. So having to figure out those schedules, because two hours doesn't sound like that much, but you're kind of in different zones, especially when you're going throughout school and you're on a, a schedule. And then like right after the schedule is like, all right, let's, it's like hang out with your friends or do whatever. And so you do end up being on different schedules and it kind of feels like you're on, in two different worlds almost. It is. It's so weird, too, because even though we did short distance for a year now, anytime you're away, doesn't matter where you are. It could be Chicago. It could be Tokyo. For some reason in my head, I still count two hours difference. Yeah, so Japan like, was definitely more than that. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but it's like a, I don't know, it's just stuck with me. So I always assume you're two hours away. So it's yeah. like 6 p.m. here. I'm like, oh, it's just like relax, the math, yeah. you know? It's so weird. I just I just realized that now. I'm like, it's always... I feel like Lex is two hours away. You get used to the math. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting because now I'm on Colorado time. A lot of my friends are on East Coast, mm-hmm. Eastern time. So I'm always doing the math forward now. So I could see how you can get used to that. But I guess other things we try to do... Yeah, you're right. What you said earlier is like, going into it we didn't have a plan it was more just go with the flow see what happens we also didn't Mm -hmm. we had to learn each other's schedules and you know in a way figure out when the best time to talk was um but that obviously became really crucial in a relationship is at least trying to get on the phone and physically talk to some each other at least once a day it just made a world of difference. You know, texting, you don't actually see their face or hear their voice. At least calling on the phone, FaceTiming, whatever it may be, you can see them, hear them. So for me, that was huge. And I know, obviously, it was huge as our relationship grew and as we realized really what we needed in it. Um, and obviously, like, with friends, too. You know, I call Anne's at least twice a week, if not more. Um, same with my family. So, again, phones are really awesome. And then, I guess, other random things we would do is if we had time or just weren't going out or whatever, we would, like, utilize the COVID... What are they called? Like, like Netflix had a TV room. You can, like, send a link. Yeah, it was like a share watching share Be able to watch the same movie. Yeah, so it we, didn't. It didn't really work that well, though. We tried. Yeah. Where <laughs> we'd like be on Facetime and have both our computers set up with the same movie and be like, okay, three, yeah. two, one. That honestly worked better. <laughs> Which is so sad, but it's funny. Like, that's what we did. Yeah. No, it, it that worked better, and I think we learned. As I was saying, we didn't go in with a plan, and I think we learned that it was all just about adapting. Yeah. And so, like, finding things that we could do together, because there's not a whole lot you can do together when you're not together. Right. So, that was something at least we could control and do together. And then, yeah, it was 
it was hard to find things that we could do together, especially since we would be on different schedules all the time. It was mm-hmm. like our times would only line up really at night. Exactly. So that was like pretty much the activity that you had uh, available to you or like maybe like a game or something. Yeah, we did play games yeah. every but once in a while. It was all about, yeah, just adapting to the situation and like adapting to being flexible being open and putting the effort in you know it is a sacrifice because once again different time zones like if your friends were going out but you didn't feel like it or vice versa or I could have been watching a movie with my roommates but instead I was watching one with you so it's definitely a sacrifice in itself as well If you guys love gold jewelry as much as I do, you have to check out Slide Jewels. Slide Jewels is a jewelry brand that crafts contemporary and affordable pieces from high quality stainless steel. From earrings, necklaces, rings, and bracelets, Slide has pieces for everyone. Use code to some extent to get 30% off your purchase. Links and promo code will be in the show notes, so check it out. choose a topic for the podcast I do like to do some research and just see what's out there already and it's weird because when you look up how to navigate a long distance relationship does it work whatever it might be a lot of what they say is repeated um and you know people find them cliche but a reason a cliche is a cliche is because it's true Mm -hmm. and it obviously works and it's not something everyone likes to hear you know, you want to hear something different. So I kind of want to get into the cliches and talk about why they're true in a long-distance relationship. Okay. So the main one is communication, obviously. You know, that's kind of the standard for any relationship in the world is you need to communicate. But mm-hmm. the reason it's so important in a long-distance relationship is because you're not there. So all you have is communication to lean on and I don't know when you read through those articles it's like just communicate text every day call every day you know the standard when I'm saying communication I'm saying get to know that person's whole world and understand how they feel and understand where they're coming from and respect their lives too um I guess I think you need to anticipate what they're already thinking. You need to get to that point, maybe. It's like, you're communicating so well back and forth that eventually you can just kind of anticipate how they may respond, react, because you know, you've been through a lot of their reactions, their responses. Yeah. And you eventually, learn. yeah. And you start to pick up on that stuff. And if you're communicating well enough, eventually you'll get to a point where you can kind of anticipate what the reaction is going to come out as yeah. um, based off of the past and what is what is you've learned from your mistakes, I guess, or, or your faults of communication. I know it definitely is hard communicating with someone else and like relying on someone else as part of your world too especially when they're not physically there but I really do believe communication is really how we got through it and you know telling each other how we feel and that was really hard for me personally because I'm a type of person in the past I just like to I don't like to tell people how I feel I want them to already know and I've realized doing long distance you're not a mind reader Neither yeah, am I. Is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know when I'm upset, especially when we're not physically there together. Like, obviously, okay, I could be mad and put on an angry face and pouty. But when you're in Indiana and I'm in Colorado, you can't see that. So I had to learn to tell you when I'm upset and why. Yeah. It's like one thing to tell someone you're upset, but it's another to say why. And that's huge in a lot of relationships. And it's hard. I know it sounds so dumb, but... It, it really is hard to do to admit that you're upset over something and yeah. to tell that person to you admit know. like something has affected you right like I'm way. upset you didn't text me back at da 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 time 
whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, it's definitely hard, but it made one us fight less, and two, be able to trust each other and you know rely on each other to be able to be open. Yeah. Um. No, I think I agree with that, and I. It yeah, it all came kind of down to building a new kind of trust between each other. And it took a lot of pre-communication, just like a lot of communication to just build up like that trust of like, we can like trust that, you know, both of us are still in this. Both of us are still uh, a part of this relationship. Right. And it takes a long, long time to build that up. It does. But it takes a really short time to break it down. Yeah. Really quickly, you can mess up a lot of the work that you put in. And I feel like that applies to any relationship, not just long distance, but especially long distance. It's like, yeah, it was like building a house out of like straw and you built it really, really, really sturdy, but one gust of wind can still knock it down. And yeah, you learn that pretty quickly too. Yeah. It's definitely a total new learning experience in every single way. Um, which could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the communication part, is just being open and honest with each other. Which, it sounds so easy when I'm saying it, but I'm, like, remembering putting myself in those shoes, like, way back when. It was so hard to be, you know, it was hard. It really is. And then, kind of, you touched on another part and another cliche is obviously trust. Which, going into this, again, we were blind. Like, we were literally blind. We didn't know what to expect. We kind of just went into it, went with the flow, and trust is all that's there. You know? And yeah. like you said, you build it. It goes down. You build it back up. Um, but I really, truly think that all those things have made our foundation for our relationship so much stronger. Yeah. One thing I will add was I think having certain points in time to look forward to was big. School was nicer in that instance just because there's certain set breaks mm -hmm. that a lot of the time line up for certain holidays, for just breaks in general, like spring break or yeah. fall break. And so those having those to look forward to to like kind of go back home and like uh, do a little short distance for a while was definitely helpful. And I think it was like taking it, you know, not looking at it at the start and being like, all right, we have to do two years of this. It was looking at like, all right, let me get to a fall break and we'll see where we're at. Right. All right, I'm at fall break. Yeah, I think this can still go well. Let's get to Thanksgiving break and see where we're at. It's like a little light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. A little and so each time. It was more like piecing it together in that way. And I know like every relationship doesn't have that school aspect where you have those breaks to be together. But just finding those little parts of time that you can look forward to every now and then to be like, hey, as long as I hold on till here, we can figure it out. Right. Or I can re reassess and see how things are going. But I also would recommend not uh, not putting your feelings and, like, I guess mental health on the back burner. Like, continue to, like, reassess yourself yeah. and look at how is this impacting me? How is this impacting the way I'm going about the rest of my life, too? Mm -hmm. And just assessing that every once in a while to make sure that you're not in it for, I don't know, another reason. reason. Yeah, exactly. You're there because you still want to be there and because cause at the end of the day, it's your choice. Right. And you are you put yourself in this situation. And you can get out of that situation. That is also your choice. Right. So I think asking myself those questions and having the same answer over and over and over again was kind of the reason I was able to... I guess, in my opinion, in my experience, was able to get through 
you know, the tougher times. And I guess kind of going off that, like, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about yourself in any relationship, but I feel like I learned a lot about myself and what I needed in a relationship based on what we did, which was really cool and I think beneficial for the rest of my life, you know? Love language is always talked about when talking about relationships, and I didn't really know what mine was. Quickly realized it's physical touch, but when you're in a long-distance relationship, that doesn't work. So you kind of have to pull in something else that makes up for that. And for me, it was words of affirmation or, I guess, like reassurance. And, I mean, you know this, but anytime I wasn't getting that or didn't feel as confident as I should have, I would ask for mm-hmm. reassurance from you yeah. and vice versa. So I guess learning a lot about yourself and learning what you need in relationships is really, really helpful. Yeah, and I, going off that point of learning about yourself, a lot of the struggles that you know you deal with in a long-distance relationship, at the end of the day, you're all by yourself. Right. And you're like... Physically, there's nobody else there but you going through that Mm -hmm. because, you know, your partner's not there. So it, it really turns you into your head and just forces you to deal with issues on your own. Mm -hmm. And then you figure out, all right, by myself, like, how do I deal with these issues? How do I process these situations that are thrown at me all the time? How do I process these feelings? Is it different? Is it the same? And so that that was super interesting. Just learning about the like all these different feelings and how I would deal with them, and then being like, "All right, that was a terrible way to deal with that. What can I do next time to make sure I don't have the same reaction right. or I don't feel the same way?" Right. And then I was like, "All right." Like other times, it'd be like, "Well, I actually think that kind of worked." And you start building off that. You're like, all right, I'll try that. I'll do that again next time. And then, like, what else can I add to, you know, really make the situation better? I don't know. It was, it's a ton of, like, self-introspection that I don't think I would have had if uh, I didn't do that. Which is, I'm grateful to be able to look back on situations that, you know, long distance and be able to realize that that's what we were learning. Even though it sucked in that moment taking a step back and realizing all these good things really did come out of it. Obviously, yes, short distance is the main one, but Hmm. also all these little lessons that you learn about yourself, you learn about your partner, you learn about life. It's it's great. So um, I think that I also learned a lot of independence too, like how to be independent in a relationship because I feel like a lot of people become codependent on their person, which is completely okay, but it's nice to have that independence as well. Yeah, true. In especially as such a young age and in college or wherever, even in life right now, it's nice to like have things that I can do just on my own and that you can do just on your own. Mm-hmm. And that we can do like I still have a friend group just to myself. Mm-hmm. Even though you're still friends with them, like those are my friends. You know what I'm saying? It's nice to have that because sometimes I don't know I'm not saying it's a bad thing but it could be codependency is like a big thing you know so independence in a relationship definitely was something else I learned and that I still value yeah even though we're here together yeah it yeah definitely and I think I tend to be someone who like I like to be independent sometimes it just kind of like the way I process things, just like a little bit into, like I need to have a little bit of independence just every once in a while to, you know, take a step back and just, mm-hmm. it's nice to just take a step back and re, like, you know, re look at things and just look at things from like a wider view. And so I think that that was nice. Sometimes maybe there's a little too much independence, but I think it was, you're right, I think it is nice to establish that in the beginning of our relationship was like all right we have no choice but to be independent right so it's not uh and i don't think like after you've established that for two years it's hard to 
to lose it because you've already like we know what it's like to also have our own things our own lives yeah, our own exactly. worlds and now they're together which is crazy too mm-hmm. um no there i mean again there's so many emotions there's so many situations but there's also a lot of benefits that do come out of long distance i guess there was kind of two parts to this is we went through long distance we came out and did short distance should we talk about how we navigated going from short distance or long distance to short distance? Sorry, I'm getting my words confused. Uh, yeah, I think. I don't. To be honest, to me, it wasn't like a it wasn't like a crazy hard transition or anything. It was. It was something that obviously we were looking forward to, and so went into it excited, and I don't. I think it was a little bit of a transition just to, you know, like we talked about earlier, just going from being super independent a lot of the time to having someone around a lot of the time. Right. Uh, But I don't think it was, like, I think if you're in a long distance relationship, I don't think it's worth worrying about what the transition into short distance is going to be like. Mm Mm-hmm. That was just my opinion because I don't think it was like something to worry about, I guess. It was just like a little bit of a change, little change to me. But what do you think? I guess, sorry, to take a step back real quick, when you talked about um, we had like a light at the end of our tunnel, I want to touch on that. Like we did communicate that we didn't want to do long distance anymore. We wanted to end up in the same city at least or state at least you know that was a big change for us because we were in separate states so we did talk about that a lot and that was in both of our plans because you know after graduation for us our next step was to get a job a full-time job so we were you know trying to make that happen and we did successfully thank god but i just wanted to say like that was in our conversations together you know some people they don't know when the next time they can be together like their careers are apart Mm -hmm. um so i guess for us we talked about it we wanted to be together like that's was our goal so it was easier to see that light at the end of the tunnel and be able to like go get it Mm -hmm. step closer and every single day it was closer and closer and closer um but to go off what you were just saying I was nervous. I was so nervous. I don't even know if I've told you this, but like I was kind of freaking out because as much as long distance sucked, it was working. You know what I mean? We kind after two years, I'd hope we were kind of in. I don't want to call it a routine, but and I don't even want to say comfortable either. But it was working, and I was so nervous. But I'm also just a worrier, you know? Yeah. You know me. <laughs> I was nervous that we'd get to the same state and it wouldn't work. Or it I mean, wasn't, it's, it's a possibility. It wasn't as great as I thought it would be, you know? Yeah, that's fair. All these little things. Obviously, it was fine. It's great. Um, couldn't complain. But I was yeah. nervous. Like, you always have those fears. Like, what if, what if, what if? Um... I don't know. I guess I didn't want to lose that independence, and I just didn't know how we would be together. Even we, okay, so we like we knew each other growing up too. So it's not like I didn't know you and that you were like a stranger, but we've never lived in the same state and in our adult lives. I guess we we're going through two different transitions. Once in our lives and like with our careers and getting out of college but also for our relationship so I guess it was just a lot of transitions going on yeah and I was nervous for all of them yeah I mean yeah it was just a time of change everywhere going on around yeah from my point of view it was just easier to to kind of take it as it came and I think there was just so much going on it was hard for me to worry about stuff in the future because there was just stuff going on all the time like in the present Mm -hmm. and so 
I know, yeah, obviously you, it sounded like you worried about it a little bit, but to me, I wasn't worried. I was like, it'll work itself out. I sometimes have this trust that, you know, life is going to work out the way it should work out and it'll work out how it's supposed to be. And I don't know, there's some like blind confidence once you get towards this hypothetical end where it felt like, all right, if we're about to make it through two years of this, like it's about to get way easier and less stressful. Which it did. Yeah. And so like what, like there's a reason why we made it through all this, I think. So that's, that was my point of view. I was just like trying to be as positive as I could about it. Yeah. Which is good. You're always so much more positive. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But uh, I don't know. That's just kind of the way I am, I guess. I'm not always positive, but I try to be. I guess it was cool. Like, it was weird at first. I don't know how you feel, but for me, it was weird being able to text you and just be like, want to come over? Because that never was a thing unless we were home. But it was so different. It was, it was different. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we could never just hang out on a school night, work night, and now we do, you know? Um, but it is nice because we still do we have a big friend group but we still have like time where you have time with the boys and I have time with the girls and it's nice to still have those times alone in a way not saying I don't like hanging out with you no no again independence yeah and whenever we're gone it's way I find it way okay I cry every time Lex leaves because that's just how I am but (laughs) it's way easier because I know the next time I'll see you like when we did long distance I didn't know the next time I would see you yeah so all those all those goodbyes are really really hard yeah now they're slightly easier because I'm like okay he's gonna come home in a week or two weeks or whatever it might be so that's a lot easier and feels good yeah fair I think that I think that also yeah I guess translate to me as well I don't tend to I, I don't tend to worry as much as you do so yeah we know uh, <laughs> I'm like looking back on it now like reevaluating the way I handled it I just didn't I was never thinking you know, like about these worries as much as you were I think and uh I guess ignorance is bliss at some point, right? Because maybe it was easier because I wasn't worrying about that stuff as much. But I don't know. I think, yeah, now it definitely is is different. And I think what's funny is I've noticed, like, once you do, once now, like, I don't know, we've been in the same spot for a while, when we leave and do our apart again, I feel like we don't like utilize what we like try to work on while we were doing long distance. It's kind of like, all right, <laughs> we've done long distance way too much. Like we have, we know what this is all about. I really think it's because we have that foundation though. Yeah. It's like the trust is already there. The communication's already there. Like, you know. Yeah. So it's like, I don't need you to text me 24 yeah. seven when you're wherever you are. Yeah, which is funny because that wasn't how it was when we were not together, but when we're on trips and vacations, now it's, all right, just have fun and do you. I think it's because I know (laughs) you're going to come back, too. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, at least for me. Yeah. And, yeah, Lex does do a good job of, you know, you can look at long distance being this really negative thing, and it, it is, but you do a good job of looking at the positives and really have taught me to look into the positives of them all um, and all the lessons and all the good things. The yin and the yang. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes life's easier when you just look at the positive side. <laughs> Something I'm working on, you guys. <laughs> um, I guess I kind of want to... I know we talk... Like, again, I just want to say... 
this applies to every relationship doesn't have to be long distance it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship i'm mostly just talking about our relationship just because that's what we experience but again i do this with my family i do this with my best friend who lives in nashville you know other people too it's all kind of the same thing yep so yeah i mean i think we covered a ton of bases yeah, I hope you guys were following. I feel like I kind of just rambled. Yeah, we were kind of just into all the, over the place today. Yeah, that's, that happens. I think. Yeah, maybe we work on getting a little more structure, <laughs> but whatever. It's kind of how the conversation flows. Whatever is on our mind. So. If you do long distance, I have so much respect for you, and yeah, you can do tough. it. Yeah. You can do it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, I wish everybody luck if you're listening to this and you're also going through something similar. It's not easy. Keep some faith, though, because it could work out as well. Be like Lex. Look at all the good in the negative. Find the good. I feel like now... I'm going to have to have positive takes all the time. <laughs> it looks as a good cop. I'm kind of like the bad cop. I'm not bad. No I, no, I don't think you're bad. I just like... Now people are like, oh, he looks at the positive side all the time. Well, that is not true. I just try. Sometimes it's hard to see. Yeah, I guess I was just telling you how I feel. <laughs> yeah. All right. Want to wrap this up? Yep. Well, thanks for tuning in this week again and let us know if you want to hear about any topics that you're interested in and we'd love to get your feedback always yeah, be awesome. into it um thank you yeah thank you happy tuesday happy tuesday